The 100 Stop series created by hundreds and hundreds of authors. The 100 No-Nonsense book for teachers to stop doing certain things just came out in May. And other books are coming. The 100 No-Nonsense books for school leaders and parents and students written by students and school board members and politicians and even international schools. What are the things we can stop doing to still celebrate teaching and all be on the same page for education? Follow hashtag 100 Stop Series. We appreciate everything that you do and thank you for your service to kids. engagement, rigor, success. Here on Coaching You Through All Things Education Podcast, we are building a legacy of success together. One episode at a time, each Tuesday at noon. As your host, Anne Labangana Clay of ANC Unlimited, We will unpack relevant topics in education together. And when I'm not podcasting, coaching, or consulting, stop by our website, acunlimited.org, for our new blog, Coaching You EDU, and a menu of services. If something resonates with you during this episode, message me on the podcast app of your choice, or leave a comment on LinkedIn, our company Facebook page, or on Twitter. Our guests appreciate your feedback. Check out the story notes for our social media details. And certainly, if you have an episode suggestion, send it to coachingallthingsedu at gmail.com. Now let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 40 of Coaching You Through All Things Education Podcast. We are continuing our series, PD In Your Pocket, where we unpack key do's or don'ts from the hashtag 100 Stop series compiled by Dr. Rick Jetter. We are pleased to have with us today Kathleen McClaskey. Kathleen is a CEO and CLO of Empower the Learner, coming to us from New Hampshire. She is the founder of Hashtag Make Learning Personal, a UDL consultant, speaker, author of Making Learning Personal and How to Personalize Learning, and a contributing author of Chapter 19, in the hashtag 100 stop series book, 100 no nonsense things that all teachers should stop doing. Welcome to the podcast, Kathleen. Well, thank you so much, Anne, for inviting me today. Oh, absolutely, it's my pleasure. Let's start off with you telling us a little bit more about you, the work that you do, and the course that you've created to empower kids to lead their own learning. 
Well, I would just love and I hope to be able to share a, a very brief story. Um, so um, I've been an educator for, I'd say almost 40 years now, and I've had all kinds of different roles. Um, I've been, you know, a classroom, middle school teacher, a computer teacher. Um, I was a director of technology, a technology integration specialist. And I sort of left that all behind in um, 2001 uh, mm. because I thought I could actually contribute to education uh, in a different way. Um, so I started my own business back in 2001. Mm. And I just recently shared with Anne the reason I did that was that after 9-11, I was so moved and I really sort of uh, dived deep into my thinking and my heart and basically asked myself two questions. Uh, and these are the two that I often share with people is why are you here on this earth and how can you make a difference? Mm. And these are questions that you have to ponder really for a while because all of us have a set of gifts that we can give to the world uh, and to really make a difference. That's uh, right. Because um, it's, about, it's about humanity in the end. And we are just one member of that human race, okay? and. But we all can make a difference, and um, and that's always my thinking all the time. So back in 20 years ago, the thing that I began is um, a company called EdTech Associates, and what I did is develop uh, programs uh, for teachers to how to use very accessible tools to help kids with very diverse learning needs um, mm -hmm. to be able to support their own learning because we wanted kids to be able to somehow develop their own skills to support their learning. Well, let me tell you that that hasn't really changed in any of the businesses that I've had, but I've had a lot of wonderful experiences and in including authoring two books, Make Learning Personal and How to Personalize Learning. Um, and so it now took a different flavor. Um, I adopted Universal Design for Learning in 1999. So I'm a long-term user. So it is definitely in my head and now probably in my DNA. So um, yes. that uh, how do we universally design uh, instruction? And so when I came up, when I delved into personalized learning, I wanted to think about the learner and how we could use UDL with the learner. Mm. And so I created um, a common language around um, uh, universal design for learning because what I knew uh, in my work and in the many projects I had is that teachers had a hard time with all the language around UDL. So, and, so I basically took the lens, I called it the UDL of Access, Engage, and Express. And uh, it became the common language that both kids and teachers could use to talk about learning. Yes. So, and that's just absolutely key uh, in the classroom and uh, outside the classroom, but this could also be used by parents as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm always uh, pushing this idea of that a common language is critical so that we can really have good communication around learning. Yes. Um, I developed, um, uh, so just recently, um, well, last year as this pandemic began, I actually created a new company. It's called Empower the Learner. Ah. And I'm also going to be that course. I'm developing a course of both parents and educators. Uh, it's going to be um, starting this fall, actually in September. And um, we want actually um, kids to be able to understand um, who they are, how they learn, and what they aspire to be. We want them to be okay mm. with their identity. Um, and identity 
is really um, at the core of social and emotional learning. It's critical that kids understand this part about themselves. Yes. Um, so that's part of the learner, what's called the Empower the Learner Profile. Well, the next two steps of that process, what's called the um, Empower the Learner process, is that we want kids to build a backpack, a personal learning backpack, to support uh, their challenges as well as enhancing their strengths. Mm -hmm. um, and then we also want them to be able to develop personal learning plans so they can set goals and actions uh, so they can actually take something that they may have found difficult to do and actually learn how to support their own learning by developing a set of actions around maybe using tools or some sort of resource that actually can help them become more independent and self-directed. Yeah. In the end, we want, we want, I want kids to develop agency in their learning and to be able to self-advocate. And let me just tell you that this uh, three-step process that I talk about is actually um, found in how to personalize learning. I basically have changed it a, quite a bit and um, I actually have teachers around the country actually have used this. Right. Now I spoke with this, this wonderful teacher the other day um, uh, from Wisconsin and she has used this and she's a special ed teacher and she has a caseload of about 40 kids uh, in a high school. And she's been using that learner profile uh, and backpack and plan now for, this is her fourth year. Hmm. And, uh, nice. and here's what kids are able to do. And these are all special ed kids, but I'm just telling you that that, three-step process is used with all kids. Absolutely. And, but her special ed kids now, um, they advocate for their learning with teachers. So okay. they're far more proactive. They also lead their IEP meetings and mm -hmm. basically present this learner profile mm. to the adults in the room. And they're telling them what their learning goals are. Yes. Okay? So, so it's very, very empowering so I'm hoping this year, by the way, that people will use this. And I was just sharing with Ann just a few minutes ago that yesterday, um, Book Creator, who I have um, in partners with, have created a template that is that's available now worldwide. And it's the wow. profile, just the profile, Empower the Learner Profile. So yes. um, that's, like, that's like so uplifting. Because oh, indeed. How, thousands and thousands if not millions of kids can now really understand better about who they are how they learn what they aspire to be because identity by the way is the on-ramp to learner empowerment always remember that oh indeed indeed wow kathleen you shared so much um i want to before i respond to what you said i want to make sure our listeners know how to access your website um, to find out information, uh, more information. Can you share that with us? Yeah, so it's empowertheLearner.com. Um, yes. And if they want to uh, send me an email, it's Kathleen at empowertheLearner.com. Perfect, perfect. Well, what I got out of everything that you shared is an advocacy, right? A self-advocacy, and it's about right. their own learning. It's we want to we want to as educators be facilitators and help students to get that get there. But really, we want I'm I'm hearing you correctly. We want the student to take on a piece of um of how they're going to go about learning and and what works best for them. And that, that's incredible. That's we I think we talked a little bit earlier about 
how it's the traditional school system is not necessarily the best fit, right, uh, for our students. And how do we go about giving them that language, as you spoke about? Um, how do we go about giving them that backpack and those tools that you spoke about, um, you know, all so that they can uh, get the most and most value out of their time uh, as a learner? I think I said students, as a learner. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, well, we're going to move into your chapter. Can you, okay. let's see, you are chapter 19, Stop right. Judging Students. Mm. Uh, you make some excellent points here. Can you give us a brief summary about your chapter and share what led you to choose this topic to write about? Well, um, I, um, Rick Jetter actually offered me three topics and uh, he decided um, that this would be the best one for me knowing who I am. And so the Stop Judging uh, Students um, is really all about um, what I call really the ugly in education, how we really judge kids before we actually know them. And um, I spoke from the perspective as a mother yeah. and also as an educator. Sure. Because sure. as a mother, um, I went through a very painful period uh, in that um, teachers were judging my oldest son, who was um, later on identified as dyslexic, but he had definitely, he couldn't read. Uh, he was also ADHD. And so he basically was judged on those, those descriptors. So one of the things I pointed out in the chapter, the problem about judging students, and I'm just going to say learners, Yes. Uh, right now is that is that when you a lot of times what happens with teachers is that they there's some identification and my oldest son was identified learning disabled so what i realized i had an epiphany i'd say about five or six years ago when i was writing a blog post and i said the problem is is that that label they basically used that lens about him and never saw anyone else that's the problem about judging students, okay? Because they use this learning disabled lens about him when in fact he had a whole set of strengths oh, that no one ever discovered right. uh, and no one ever leveraged. And the thing is, in the end, as a he uh, basically did obviously a lot of negative self-talk because he's a very angry child yeah. uh, most of his life, okay? because he couldn't read. Now, the other part of the story that's not included in there is that when he was 16 years old, I got an out-of-district placement so he would learn to read. And so oh. my that placement was 200 miles away yeah. okay, because the public schools failed to teach him how to read. Well, okay? yeah. And in, and in six months, he went from a fourth grade reading level to a ninth grade reading level because wow. he used a methodology for dyslexics. Okay. Sure, absolutely. So the, the problem is, is that because he was judged all the time, mm -hmm. uh, I was very, very sort of very sensitive to that as an educator. So when I uh, had my very first full-time job in a, a junior high school, 
um, I was listening to a special ed coordinator talk about kids with IEPs in very, very negative terms. Oof. And so, and this was all about judging kids. Okay? Right. And I was very, very bothered by that because I wasn't raised to judge children or anyone. Okay. Right. And uh, I basically excluded myself from the conversations that used to go on either whether it was in the teacher's room or anywhere else. But the thing was, is that I was very bothered by that because I didn't approach it that way. One of the most important things as an educator that you can do is really to have conversations and to under children, understand children as learners and to let them share with you about the challenges they have, but also the strengths, find out about who they really are and how they learn. And um, someone said, well, I know I'm in middle school or high school and I have too many kids. Well, let me just tell you that, that you cannot, teachers, kids do not learn with teachers they don't have relationships with, okay? Uh, that's the bottom line, okay? And, um, and if you actually have conversations with children, um, that's probably the, most, the best investment of time. And I'm, I know that many teachers do this already, but... Right. One of the problems is, is that we want kids to be having really positive self-talk. We want them to know that we care about them. Mm -hmm. And kids, if kids think that you care, know that you care about them, they'll do anything, okay, in oh, the classroom. Yes. So uh, mine is all about, you know, understanding who children are and how they learn and then building relationships with them. Um, and that's most important. And um, I always want, and I know how difficult, I've had some really difficult kids in the classroom. Um, and, you know, I basically try to understand where their anger comes from because kids that are angry uh, is really tells you that there's some source, there's a source of pain going on in their lives, okay? Mm -hmm. So we need to be um, good listeners. That's um, it. And, yes. and to reflect and provide positive feedback to them and because their world most of their world is in the classroom okay on a daily basis and i'm really excited that most kids will go back to school this year because i feel it's been a, such a, a difficult year for just about everyone um yes and, and kids kids will feel just you know even my grandson will say yeah i I just really like going back to school to see everybody and talk oh. to my friends. So, but yeah. it's a, you know, school is a social environment, not just an academic. That's right. That's right. So, okay. But anyway, this chat, this chapter, uh, this chapter really uh, came uh, from my heart um, as an educator and as a mother, and um, and I just uh, I'm I want to be optimistic about going forward and and because kids have experienced so much trauma this past year, I think we just need to take a breath and we need to help kids uh, to talk about their feelings and about those things that are concerning with them, but also this learner profile, the Empower Learner Profile is a great way to develop that. And I, I hope that you all get to use that on Book Creator this year. Yes, indeed. Or you can actually, take my course in September, but well, um, there you go. <laughs> in that, in that, in that we, we really dive deeper in that, but we also provide live coaching for, for the duration of the course 
and people can actually join other coaching sessions as I as this course gets repeated during the year. So you oh, get a live cool. coaching sessions all the time. Yeah. Yes. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, Kathleen, I'll tell you what. <laughs> you unpacked a lot there. You know, the the whole point about that I think you're trying to get across with the not judging or stop judging learners and students um, is because it's in it's hurtful right i mean we don't know really the layers of hurt and pain that students um experience by doing that you know we used to back in the day call that labeling right um right. you know cracking and i mean there are all kinds of language that we used to use you know that singled out students into groups um of support we we thought that we were being helpful but you know all of those the what do you call the bluebirds and all that all that is harmful and you know we just didn't know and now that we know we do better of course um so thank you so much for for bringing that to light for us and to sharing your personal you know um story you know that really sh uh, shapes why we need to stop that immediately Right. Immediately. Right. Yes. Yeah. This um, is a great opportunity this particular year, by the way, to really uh, to oh, sort of, yeah. you know, turn the tide. And, and as I said, the Empower the Learner Profile is a great guide. It's a very, you know, a great method, by the way, for kids to share these things in any way they want, because Book Creator allows you to do audio or, or video or drawing or writing or so that kids can do this in so many different ways. And um, so I really want to say this in the end is um, it's about the story that children tell. Okay? Uh, and we kids uh, need to share their stories. Okay. And this is the moment in time that's going to be really key if you want to set off the year in a very positive tone. And I, I had a conversation with a wonderful educator out in Pennsylvania a couple months ago. And he said to me, he says, you know, uh, it's the stories that children tell themselves that's that's most important. Interesting. It's that, that self-talk is is the self-talk, the, the stories you tell yourself is, is who you are, by the way. Is who you are. And, uh, yeah, and so we want kids to develop a positive self-talk so they have a positive self-image and to be able to share these things whether you know uh with others and uh, that learner profile is just a great vehicle for doing that by the way so indeed well thank you mm -hmm. all right let's see what are three teaching and learning takeaways that you have for us that you can offer to our listening audience mm. well my very first takeaway is um, see every child as a learner first mm -hmm. um, and and when you do um, it's it's a, just a, a whole change of um, of the culture in your classroom and yes and that again is that kids know um, when you care for them because if you have to be of course a good listener um, and a, a person that reflects deeply with kids. Yes. Uh, so seeing children as learners really changes the whole atmosphere of the classroom because, and, and getting kids to know that they're valued. 
we want to value every child, okay? Um, because by the way, all these kids have hopes and dreams, okay? And um, I wanna say that uh, we need to know what they are because what should be the driver in the classroom? This is our stuff around teaching. Mm -hmm. The driver in the classroom is, is that we want every child to realize their hopes and dreams. Yes. And those change over time, but kids actually will share that out, okay? Uh, at the same time, to the education audience, um, what are your hopes and dreams, mm. okay? Mm -hmm. and, uh, and don't forget that, you know, those, again, those change, but uh, each one of us um, needs to know what those are because you have to reach for something in your life and yes. having hopes and dreams is a very important piece of our lives. Do you ever listen to people and like at the Academy Award and they said, you know, I dreamed about this my whole life. Uh -huh. yes. um, and, and, and just think of all the athletes, by the way, that are out there in the Olympics. Those were all dreams to begin with. That's right. And so um, we want kids to be anything they want to be and it's our job to get them there that's, every day. That's yeah. it. Yes. I, I don't know if I, I have one, two, or three, but um, <laughs> you know, to, it's the, all good. to the teachers, you know, um, um, boy, I really um, value all of you because your job is just so, so important. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm hoping to give you you know, the very first tool that Empower the Learner Profile that's really going to just create a, a new world in your classroom. Uh, if you haven't already done this, I mean, lots of teachers, by the way, have done this. You know, we want kids, and here's my thinking for kids. We want every child to become independent, self-directed learners. Is mm. there a teacher in this world that doesn't want that? Mm. Yeah. Well, it's about the kids knowing their strengths and challenges in their learning and to be able to support challenges as well as enhance strengths, okay? It's, it's not what, you know, what we say to them, it's empowering them with, of course, with tools and skills around these strengths and challenges. Yes. So they can become independent and self-directed and to be able to self-advocate. And because in the end, when they walk out the schoolhouse door, you are not going with them. They have to do this on their own. And parents out there, whoever parents are listening, your kid needs to be able to support their own learning and to self-advocate. And as a college uh, counselor told me, unless a kid can self-advocate, they can't get any services. They can't do anything for them. Okay, most people don't know that, but self-advocacy is the most important skill anyone could have going forward, okay? No matter who you are. Okay, I think I think I've covered lots of other three at this point. So I think so, but it's it's all good though, Kathleen. I was just you know thinking about your last part. I mean, I think that speaks a lot to you know again your purpose, and I think you will you might <laughs> bring that up in a minute. But um, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but I, if I, not, I that's okay. I know. No, but seriously, I think it speaks a lot to you, you know, um, but, but it resonates with everyone. Like you said, um, you know, what is the purpose of when students are in school? What is our job as that facilitator of learning? Is it, 
you know, isn't it for us to help them spark and or support those hopes and dreams? And then you turned it around right to us as the adults, right? We need right. to reflect on our own. We need That's to reflect right. on our own. And once we do that, we'll probably have a, a, a better lens or a, a broader growth mindset going into this next school year uh, to support our learners in the way that works well, best for them. So, you know, I just want to tell you that in um, the Empowered Learner Program um, is that there is a whole, is an element of mindfulness. So one of the, my team members um, is actually a mindfulness coach. And so we have exercises of mindfulness yeah. as kids are doing those profiles, okay? And it's actually found in Book Creator, but in the course we go even deeper, okay, into that because we want kids to develop a practice of mindfulness in a practice around learning okay and in uh we need first of all like here's one thing if i could just add more one more thing sure. we need to stop we need to stop uh using the word you to children because um, that first of all strips away motivation and it strips away ownership to learning mm. and we want kids to be able to say i want to learn or or asking a question but we need to get kids to speak okay? yes instead of always directing with the word you all the time because mm -hmm. it's, it's it's not a good thing and um and that's a hard thing to break and i, I know how challenging that like truly I is. statements make i statements is what you're saying that yeah so we want to get kids so that whole learner, all, that whole that whole learner profile by the way it's all live statements. Okay. 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 So, so uh, in the end, kids are really talking about those things. Right. Um, and I, I just want to reflect a little bit on purpose. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I shared with Ann earlier um, how I, uh, how I've lived a life of purpose for the last twenty years, and it's absolutely the most energizing thing you can really do for yourself. But, uh, and I think I brought up those two questions and. Each one of us, by the way, can actually contribute to the betterment of humanity uh, when we ask those two questions about why I'm here on this earth and how I plan to make a difference. And um, let me just tell you, uh, you know, I'm a person in, <laughs> I'm 73 years old and I have more energy than I did at 35. Okay? Yes. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Because I, I, was, I was raising kids, you know, and, uh, and working full time. Sure. But the thing is, is that um, we all can contribute to the betterment of humanity and just believe that, okay? It's just answer those two questions for yourself and, um, yes. and, and then share with me, share with me, you know, through email or whatever about your experience. Um, sometimes that those two questions take a while to answer, mm -hmm. but you need to reflect on those deeply. And, and uh, it's so great to contribute to the, you know, the, the betterment uh, of humanity. Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. Ooh, bringing us back to our core, right, Kathleen? Yep, bring us back. Wow. All right. Well, we're at our final question here, which is trending on the podcast. If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what legacy message would you print on it and why? Well, um, the billboard would say, 
uh, every child on the planet is a learner. Mm. And, um, yes. and, and uh, my, what I hope people can understand about that particular, uh, I, I actually see that like in neon lights, you know, in my own, in my own mind. <laughs> That's but, right. Um, here's, here's what you have to do is that you have to believe that. Every teacher, every person needs to believe that. What a different world we would have, okay? Um, if we could all believe that every child on the planet is a learner. And by the way, that includes you. <laughs> um, because, you know, um, I think that uh, we have to believe in ourselves uh, as learners and, um, and that every if we sort of gave a if we could see every child as a learner just think about how we could really create those those school cultures of you know inclusivity um, oh, okay. and, and equity yeah so, um and i i've written a bit about that actually on my um there's a set of uh, a three-part series on my uh website empoweredlearner.com and the the essential question I wrote around was, um, how do you create a culture of inclusivity with equity at the center? Mm. So, okay. Reflect on that, okay? <laughs> I'm going to have to, Kathleen. <laughs> as soon as we jump off here, I'm going to the website. No, seriously, because, you know, you've, you've touched on things that are impactful for learners, but then for ourselves as educators, because we have to, you know, just as they talk about self-care, right? You have to yes. with you in order to help somebody else. Part of mm -hmm. that is strengthening or sharpening our soul. Am I not right? Right. Right. And That's so, right. That's right. So, you know, in my mind, going to your website is something, you know, and, and reading that three part series is something that will then strengthen ourselves, you know, I'm speaking for myself, but, you know, strengthen us so that we can then be more impactful for our learners. So thank you so much, Kathleen, uh, for all of the resources and wisdom that you have shared with us today. Uh, we'll make sure that everything is in our story notes for our listeners so they can go right there and uh, and join your course and or um, get your other resources that you refer to. We're so excited. Well, thank you so much again for having me and that I can share this uh, with your audience. And um, so um, I'm very hopeful and, and I look forward to listening back to that podcast so <laughs> yes. um, I, I really appreciate that you contacted me to have me do this today oh yes well thank you well that concludes another episode of coaching you through all things education as confucius states those people who develop the ability to continuously acquire new and better forms of knowledge that they can apply to their work and into their lives will be the movers and shakers in our society for the indefinite future. Again, you can find me on LinkedIn and Twitter, or you can also find us on our Facebook page, A&C Unlimited. 
As a reminder, for a free consultation in any area of education that you choose, for educators, administrators, or parents, please visit acunlimited.org. Until next time, stay stress-free and be well.